0: I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas with another installment of Throwback Thursday. A short history of early ANCA. In about 1977, Dr. David Davies of Australia was brought by a junior laboratory technician some diagnostic material that they were processing for antinuclear antibodies in possible lupus patients. The technician had never encountered what they saw, not the nuclear staining they were expecting, but instead staining of the polymorphonuclear leukocytes. Dr. Davies did not know either and suggested that they wait over the weekend until the senior laboratory technician director returned and would hopefully clarify the result. When she returned, she indicated that she had seen something like that a couple of weeks before and that, as she recalled, the patient had some sort of glomerulonephritis, with crescents, as it turned out to be. The very short description was written and the paper submitted and accepted in a good English medical journal. The paper did not receive much notoriety or comment. Fast forward until about 1982-83 when Dr. Davies himself was at a renal presentation at a medical meeting when some Scandinavian investigators described antineutrophil antibodies in renal disease without quoting or even apparently knowing about his paper, that is, without proper acknowledgement. Dr. Davies politely but somewhat firmly stood up and thanked them for confirming the results he had described several years earlier. Since that time, much work has been done on ANCA and vasculitis. This was of great importance because up until that time, markers or pathogenic mechanisms, much less classifications, of vasculitis was a wasteland, except for Cochrane's studies on Arthas mechanisms. That is to say, there was no accepted classification of the various vasculitides, most being lumped under the term polyarteritis nodosa. Ron Falk and Charles Jeanette of the University of North Carolina have been the major investigators in the U.S., to not only, early on, suggest that ANCA was a marker for vasculitis we didn't have one before that, but despite one of the greatest renal investigators who has ever lived, Dr. William Kauser, Kauser's initial reluctance to indicate that he thought ANCA was pathogenic, Falk and Jeanette and co-workers have gone on to show that ANCA is, indeed, probably through a variety of downstream mechanisms, not just a marker, but also pathogenic. Wegner's granulomatosis, until lately, because that name was dropped because of Wegener's association with Nazi sympathizers, was first seen, by accounts, by a person from the U.S., Dr. Paul Klimperer at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, while visiting Germany. Later, a patient undergoing an autopsy at Mount Sinai had strange lesions in the lungs and kidneys, and as the story goes, when Dr. Klemperer, considered one of the greatest autopsy pathologists at the time, saw the autopsy, he immediately knew what it was. It now bears the insightful term of granulomatous polyangiitis, GPA, or something like that. I had the opportunity to view the first big series of this entity, published by Gabriel Godman and Jack Churg, and I was amazed that the necrotizing vasculitis seemed to be present in virtually every organ sampled from the autopsies. As the beginning of the story suggests, I guess that the most important words uttered in discovering a new scientific finding or disease is not Eureka, with apologies to Archimedes, But that's funny. That's odd. What does that mean? Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.